So stop. This is the least of y'all. Porn words. is very accessible. If they There's want, if they wanted to know, kids will find out. They gonna get it. So what being on the radio is probably the least of your concerns. And yeah. honestly, if that's a concern for you, then use that song as a segue to have a conversation, conversation. with your kids. Point blank. Period. As well, as tell your tell your sons that yes, all women can have wet ass pussies. It's actually your fault that you've never experienced that shit. But also what. <laughs> Hey, I'm Anissa. Hey, y'all. I'm Raven. And welcome to Melanin Milieu. This is a bi-weekly podcast where we discuss everything from love, self-perception, dating, relationships, and yes, even sex-related topics as it pertains to the Black experience, but through the millennial eye. These discussions are served straight. No chaser. Are y'all ready to be added to the group chat? Guess what we're doing right now? What? Go ahead. <laughs> we're recording in the same motherfucking room, hoes. Melanie Miller used in Chicago today. Whoop whoop. Yes, your girl Raven traveled all the way to Chicago to see her little baby. And um, yeah. I'm excited. We have a lot to talk about today, but we're literally doing one big ass check-in segment because we just, I feel like there's a lot of current events going on. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. That we could just talk about for a good 40 minutes. So that's what we're going to do today. So here we go. So first, because half of Melanie Millie you was in Mexico without the other half, but we're not going to name names. She wanted to kind of recap and, of course, put her two cents on what we talked about last week, which was all of the Gen Z millennial dating terms, such as the talking phase. I introduced the casual dating and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about that very briefly and then get into our main segment. So I'll I'll let her take it away. I was high-key so upset, y'all. Like, this is the one episode I was waiting on, and then... Nobody I, told you to go to Mexico. I went I went to Mexico, and for all those who care about my time in Mexico, let me just tell you, it was quite litty. If you go, make sure you go to Tulum. That's where all the rich bitches are going. Oh, <laughs> Tammy Rivera was on my flight. Yes, she got a fat ass. I was staring. Um, <laughs> um But yeah, that was my Mexico. But um, I did... You know, first off, shout out to Kendall and to Quentin. I got to see Quentin like what yesterday and the day Two before. Two days in a row, right? Yes, we we love a Quentin. But I got, but yeah, shout out to them. Thank y'all for you know your oh, insight yeah. and your input um, while I was gone. But um, I think my biggest takeaway from last episode, um, I totally agree with Anissa and her uh, term that she used which was casually dating because that's what the fuck we're doing. Um, Grown men who would like to date me, if you use that term, you get 10 extra points, swear. Um, But yeah, I totally agree with that. I think the big, another big one for me, um, Kendall did bring up the Michael Todd book, Relationship Goals, which I have read myself. I don't agree with everything in that book. But um, I think the biggest thing that I did, I was just like, that part was whenever he was talking about... um, like basically like how relationships like take their turn um Mm -hmm. and how they're a different like basically if you start casually dating someone and y'all are in the same like situation for i'm gonna give it like a a good month because i feel like you know whether or not you like a person within a month and 
if there's like no movement to something more, something with more like substance, then you just need to let that go because that's just gonna be like what that is. There is not gonna. I don't know. Like I, you're a grown person. You know what you like. You know what you like and what you don't like. You know I'm 24. Like I know what I like and what I don't like. So if there's no moves being made to like make this relationship different than just us texting what are you doing every day and going on you know casual dates every now and then um not into something more for me that just means you don't like me you just like company and that's not what I'm looking for so for me that was my biggest takeaway is like knowing when things need to move and when you need to like move out of it because things aren't moving and it's stagnant because I'm not looking for anything stagnant But yeah, that was my biggest takeaway. No, I definitely would have to agree. I think just to end on that, it in my opinion, especially I think men know on I honestly think men know like where their head is at before women may know because I think we give a little bit more room for trial and error in terms of casually dating. But the issue is men don't know how to I think in my experience and from a lot of what I heard men have issues with bringing that up Mm -hmm. when they've gotten to the point where they're like yeah I'm not feeling it Mm -hmm. but their actions say they're not feeling it but they don't they can't like come and tell you yeah I'm not feeling it I think they know before us I think they don't know how to communicate it (laughs) properly let me just just say there's something about a grown man yes who acts like a grown man communication and comprehension point blank period that's all we ask for on both ends men and women yes that's very true yes but But yeah yeah. just tell me if you don't like me that's fine (laughs) But to move right into um, our main segment for the day, we're really just going to be talking about current events and stuff going on in our lives, um, in the world, things like that. It's not going to be a super long episode, but wanted to kind of just take some time to touch base on what is going on in the world around us. Some good, some funny, some interesting, some awkward. So the very first thing we wanted to talk about was the Meg Thee Stallion and um, Tory Lane situation, and then a situation that's somewhat related to that, which I didn't hear about. Raven was the one that told me about it. But Raven, what are your thoughts on the Meg Thee Stallion Tory Lane situation? First off, let me just say the child in Listen. me, the <laughs> the child in me literally has not referred to Tory Lanez as Tory Lane since I found out his name was Daystar. I've literally just been calling him Daystar ever since because that's my that's me. It's the child in me. But girl, uh oh, what the hell, Megan, my Aquarius sweetheart, shot in the foot. Mm-hmm. Am I? I don't. If I'm, I don't know if this like sounds bad because I don't know if I'm the only one that when I first heard that, like the situation wasn't funny. It was more like what the hell. It really was what the hell. Like how? Like what? Yeah, it was like what the hell. And I didn't believe it at first until like there was more information covered on it. And then when she put out her, uh, I got yeah, like her statement on it. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I did what I did like I guess one positive out of that situation I saw a lot of people coming to her defense a lot of black men coming to her defense um, in terms of you know and protecting black men you know talking about the whole black men protecting black women situation that we've definitely talked about on this show Um, coming to her defense about you know her right to not want to talk about it recognizing that you know whatever the situation was we may never know the full detail the full story but that it was definitely traumatic and then to have a traumatic experience be public and because a lot of people I did I made made jokes 
out of it kind of made the situation worse on top of her being in the public eye. So I did think that a lot of people came to her defense, yeah. um, which was nice to see. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, basically, like, the counterpart, too, is, like, yes, there's a lot of people that came to her defense. But at the same time, there are still so many people making jokes about it. Yes. Um, people not... I remember I was listening to um, The Read the other day, a different podcast that we just, you know, we just hope to one day get to the same level as The Read. Y'all know about The Read. I don't know where the fuck y'all been. But um, I was I was listening to them the other day, and I remember um, Crystal, she was saying, like, what does she have to do, like, die for y'all to care? Like, does she need yeah, to die? Seriously. And it's just like... Because that's at, a- first, at first, the report came out that, like, she was shot. We mm-hmm. didn't know, like... Because I got told, I think somebody like messaged me. They were like, did you see the story about Meg Thee Stallion getting shot? I was like, what the hell? Like, where? Like, is she okay? Like, da 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 And then I think when people found out, like, she was shot in the foot. Like, that's it when became, it became like, a joke. Funny, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's not it a was joke. Like, oh, she's not going to die. Right. Like, that type of mentality. Exactly. Oh, she's not, like, seriously injured. Right. But no, like, she's, she was. Like, that's an emotional, most of y'all, traumatic experience. Most of y'all big niggas out there ha- ain't even been shot. Period. <laughs> So I mean, I mean that it's a it's a serious offense for sure. So I mean, for that to be like, and then for it to like I said, for it to be so public, right? Like I can't imagine that like where she was emotionally and mentally. And I remember at one point that. she said like, you know, she doesn't have any of her parents. Like both her parents are gone now. Yeah. Her grandmother's also gone. Like I think the two main people that really re- raised Megan was her mom and her grandmother. For so for her two like guardians or like the the people who like raised her within her life for them not to be here throughout and, and this time and to go through something like life, that and not to have them to confide in exactly for me I, I would think it's very traumatic so mm-hmm. on top of that for it to be so public like I said and then for so many people to make it a joke I do think a lot of the jokes were made towards him I went, I think there was a joke about his height oh, or something sure. like that but overall like to make a joke in light of a situation that I don't think is light yeah. for anybody to go through I, right. I could only imagine was pretty traumatic and there was like a petition at one point to get him like deported back to canada but like y'all don't want to he's canadian i guess so i thought i think he's um he's he's from trinidad but i think he started off in canada like whenever he became famous oh i didn't know that but he's from trinidad okay but yeah they're trying to get him deported instead of prosecuted um i think also so it i see i don't know i don't know all the details because some stories were saying that like he shot her Okay, so that was my next point, is that, like, I understand, I understand her wanting privacy in this moment. I really, truly, truly, truly understand that. But I think that a big part of being in, like, the public eye like that is understanding the power that you hold over certain situations, and the fact that, if the fact that Tory Lanez is out here, like, getting money off of all these streams and stuff, promise you, promise you, cancel culture is so crazy, y'all. If she just came out and be like, yes, Tory Lanez did that shit, that's it, that's it. We ain't, we going for real. Uh, what's that man name that we canceled? R. Kelly. We're gonna R. Kelly this shit. <laughs> like he's never period. Streams. I promise you, if we find if she if she verifies that yes, Daystar shot me, we're not listening to that nigga ever again. It's, but also, but I wonder not if that's even, why. So like because we don't know the premises, if it was an accident, if I'm it was saying, on purpose. It's so. like not even just that. It's like also us knowing. I mean, he's also in the public eyes. It's us knowing. Does this nigga shoot women? Does he or violent in general towards? Yeah, women. domestic violence. Like we, I think both of them being in the public eye we can't do anything unless we like know the fact. Like we don't know if this guy really like 
is out here shooting women, point blank, period. And so for us not to have that information about this other person in like the public eye, it's hard for us to decide how to move in the situation because mm. we don't want to support. I really, really, really would hate to support anybody who I know is capable of this action. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're over here like low key, not I want to say I don't want to use the words protecting. I would say him. I would, but also at the same time, it may not even be Megan's sole decision. I totally agree with you saying, mm-hmm. but I also like think like thinking big picture. Her brand may be saying. Which would be fucked up. Which would be fucked up, but not to turn like the brand may not the the brand overall may be protecting the brand. And then tell me that too, and I'll I'll cut that brand off too, because that's. But then up. she could be cut off. You know, that's like her. I feel like Megan's source of get, income. I, I feel like she might get cut off from the label, but it's Megan. Take take her anywhere. I got you. This is true. I I, feel I, like big picture, I just like, I think from from what I mean I don't know Meg this Stallion personally. Would I love to know Meg this Stallion personally? Absolutely, but. I, I always, it's always, I, I think it always, 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 whether it's this political, big brand, whatever, it always comes down to money. So at the end of the day, the brand's going to protect the money. I don't know if they're, like, they're both overall part of the same big brand. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, you know, big people behind the scenes are probably protecting him. Yeah. Not her sole decision to protect whatever the details of the situation were, whether it was his fault or not. Because yeah. I just, I don't, I personally think we're never going to know. Yeah. I think, I think it'll come out eventually. I think that there's like this little period of like... Letting it die down, maybe. You really don't think she's going to... Not if she does, she just, if she decides, or her, her and her people decide not to press charges, then no. Because how that works is like, yes, there could be like a situation, but because it was, I believe, because it's a civil situation, I don't know all law terms and stuff like that, but I believe because it technically would be classified as a civil situation, she would have to press the charges for anything to happen. All I'm going to say is... Pretty sure. It's not like like against like the general public. Tori and Megan were not the only people in that car. Someone had to, uh, you know, the police are aware... There's a video, apparently, that hasn't been released to the public yet. Someone else besides these two nigga knows, and we're going to find out. I would love to find out. Well, only in the sense of I would like to. I would. The only reason for wanting to know who did it is to realize, it's for me to know how to move with Tory Lanez. That's the really, everything else is your business. Like, if it's not Tory, I don't, I don't really need to know. But I would like to know if it was Tory or not. Just for, as me as a consumer, that's like a preference I understand for me. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of like making fun of the situation as well as brands really quick though before we get into that okay. was it you that had the conspiracy theory this is not funny but in a way I did. it's it like I, I chuckled just a little bit because it's not towards Megan it's like the it was other situation, situation. Yeah. Um, I think you should share your conspiracy I theory <laughs> I most definitely had a conspiracy theory that um, what's that girl named Jordan Woods did it I most definitely had that um, and it was only because they were hanging out with Kylie Jenner yeah, right before. Yeah, I was like, there was one more person they were talking to, and I was like, yep, Jordan was upset. Which, like, also, I feel like it's still, like, low-key, like, making fun of the situation. But, I mean, I think, it, but it was more so, like, it was more Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. It was the Kylie thing. Because she, but, that hoe be everywhere. But, Literally everywhere. Yes. Too fucking much. Yes. Y'all be doing Jordan too dirty. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I understand that, uh. First of all, Jordan Woods is bad. Okay. And, you know, that's going to lead to a different topic that we didn't even write down, but I forgot. I can't believe we forgot to talk about WAP, but that's going to come after. We could definitely talk about that. We're going we're to we're gonna talk about that right after we make this point. Yes. 
But um, yes, Drea and her little mouth. So if y'all haven't heard about the situation, your whole can get deleted. Sorry, it can. We're not having that conversation today. <laughs> <laughs> I just make it fun of her, her and the stuff that comes out of her mouth. But um, also, y'all, I'm so sorry if like I'm talking fast or like if I'm slurring. I'm on. She said this is her third mimosa, and Anissa's on one, and I don't understand because what Anissa happened. is a sipper, and we all know this. Raven's a drinker. She drank. Um, Drea. <sighs> Drea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Drea decided to go on this podcast. And it was so like if you watch it like we have to Anissa doesn't know anything about this so like as I'm telling y'all I'm also telling her yeah because I didn't hear about this but like literally if you watch it like this th- he really tries to help her like he's like Drea are you sure you want to talk about this I feel like it really I just feel like Drea says things but like, they she try to get says, her out I know they, they did the same thing out. with her whole wholeness can get deleted thing. They was like, what? And like she knew better because later on she came back and she like it like it did not take that much. Like she, literally it came out two hours later, Megan was like, What the fuck? And then two hours after that she said, You know what? That was wrong of me. Like I shouldn't have said that. But like if people you know be trying better, to give you, you con- the people be trying to give you context. Like that literally like she like I didn't hear the podcast. But but from what I'm getting from what you're saying, the dude was like, Shut the fuck up. Shut 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 the fuck up. He literally was like, Are you sure? <laughs> Without sure? saying, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like that's what he was trying to tell her, but and she like it'd be going right over her head. She'd be like, so anyway, like I was saying, for real, she just likes attention. Ooh, to be, like for real, like everybody in the background was laughing, and she was like, my time to shine. Like that's literally like the attention. She was just trying to get She'd attention. Be killing me. But um, basically, what happened was they were talking about the Megan and Daystar situation, and she was like, oh yeah, like I would, like I would love for my man to love me so much that he would shoot me in the foot if I try to leave. And then... What? Went on, went on. The guy was like, what? And she No, said, she did not say that. And he said, are you sure you want to say that? She was like, yeah, I would love for a man. And then went on to be like, but, but, but. Like, Stop! Did she smoke before that, that said, interview? I cannot make this up. I cannot... Oh, she we gotta watch there. that. We gotta watch that interview she after this. We have to watch this. She herself to make the gun pose, like, the, the gun position and then the sounds... She made the sound effects. Is she dumb or is she dumb? So, I don't know if y'all know this, but she's also an ambassador for Fenty. I don't know if y'all know this either for y'all who were born after the year 2000. Was that 2008 when that happened? I think it was 2008. It was in the 2000s. Whenever the Rihanna and Chris Brown situation Right. Was. For y'all, y'all who don't know, the founder of Fenty, which is Robin Fenty, Rihanna herself, um, is a victim, very unfortunately, of domestic violence. And you know she don't take that shit so she heard about the uh the interview and Duh. swiftly took away that ambassadorship ambassadorship Amba- yeah i think that's the right word okay she took that away from drea because like bitch what the fuck did you think this was do you know do you know who i am so that's what happened with that so you know drea ended up apologizing to all the necessary parties who need to be apologized to which is but, a brand move too cuz she could not even mean move. that shit but she has to apologize I think after, because like, of her brand. After a while of, like, people being, like, I think that once Megan said something, she was like, you right, you really did get shot. Like, let me apologize. Like, I don't think there there really was any, like, remorse to it. it no, was I don't, so, I like, don't, th- I, but this is a thing, like, about Drake, because this is not the first time she's been in, talked about, or, like, in the spotlight, I guess you could say, for stuff that comes out of her mouth. And I truly do think, she just says things without thinking, I don't, I don't think it's, like, malicious intent. 
I just she just be talking and then she'll like go back and be like, oh, okay, because like she'll just let stuff come out of her mouth without first thinking of the impact that it has. She also compared it to a Bobby and Whitney relationship. My bad, I forgot that part. Oh wow. She said she said I feel like they had like a Bobby and Whitney love quarrel, and it's just like you mean Bobby and Whitney the couple. That- when did they? There was never any. I know there was domestic issues. But in terms of being shot, like that... And they also had a lot of other underlying... Issues. Issues. We're not going to get into deep into that, but... But that's what she compared it to, yes. Okay. I just... Yeah, I just personally think she just says things, and she might... Like her attention might be to be funny, or to be relatable, or to have some type of way to put in her two cents. Yeah. Not to be not to be malicious, but not also understanding the impact by something you may even say as a joke. The impact could overall be negative, yeah. and it might not be taken as a joke. Point blank. Period. Yeah. Like the more we talk about this situation, the more I'm like, dang. Like Megan Loki really has had it hard. Like she has, like she's a success for sure. Mm-hmm. But like she's put on this certain pedestal. Plus, like she's had like fucked up things happen to her since she's been famous. She's like literally only a year older than me. Yep. And I believe that she became, she really got out there because I'm from Texas, y'all. I've, I've heard she, I would, I would say within the last year and a half because I remember Alex, mm-hmm. she came, Meg, Meg the Stallion came up here. This was when we were living together. So this was 2019. Maybe, maybe it was 2018 because it was like the beginning of the semester. And I remember she came up here for something, and oh, Alex yeah. was telling me about it, and mm-hmm. I had never heard of her. And I swear to God, oh, she was famous before that. Cause I remember that happened because I. But I think Alex. she was big in Texas. She no, wasn't. She was famous then. I remember because I, I specifically remember that because me and Alex were texting about it because I was like, Texas bitches, yeah, type shit. But no, like that was even before that. I think that she actually got clout. I'm gonna say like. Ooh. Maybe I just live under a rock, which is fine. I I feel like there's a lot of things I don't know. It might be 2017 is whenever she started really getting out there. No, no, I take that back. It might be 20. Because like for me, like even like when I look at like some of my favorite artists, like J Cole, I I was on J Cole since his mixtape days, mm-hmm. so I could be like, no, he was big because I also social. I knew a lot of people that knew him, but on a global, not not even global, but just like a nat like a national scale, like there's not a lot of people you could know that has not even heard of like a song by him or his name that's I, that's what I would say about that I feel like she was really big in the south and then yeah, all I of a sudden lying. it might be it might be 2018 all of a sudden because like I'm that. saying from that day she my my roommate went to go see that concert I probably it was like months after mm-hmm. that which her name was just everywhere right. and I was like oh shit so okay she blew up like, quick yeah she, she hasn't been like mainstream that long right but for her to like you know lose I think she lost her grandmother first then she lost her mom, who was her manager and, like, best friend. Yeah. And then that happened all within a year. Like, she literally has a song where she Pretty talks about sure. that. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. And then also her having to deal with all y'all random-ass hoes asking her questions about, her, like, who she be out here talking to. And, None and, of y'all damn business. All right. Like, first off, mind your business. She's a grown woman. Um, so having to deal with all y'all. And, again, her blowing up as fast as she like, Could you imagine being, like... A Texas known person to all of a sudden everybody knows who you are once well, you come here. I don't know if and all, like you, everybody's in your business all of a sudden. No, that's but that's what I'm saying. And if you, I don't know if anybody listening or even you has watched the Chris Brown documentary because I I really did enjoy it. And him being a grown adult now, he talked about how he kind of blew to us. It may look overnight, but he kind of like blew up really quickly. But he was still a child. Like, could you imagine? Like you just said. 
having this like normal life, like only having to deal with a couple, you know, people really like in your business to the whole world being in your business. And you're still a child. And the thing for Megan is that I bet she's been moving the same way she's been moving for a long time. And said it's just that it's different now because of her status. I bet she was like, like, you know, she's probably moving the way that she's been moving in life. Yeah. But now that everybody's in her business, it's like, how do you deal with that? And like, like as a celebrity, like everybody, th- like this is the thing. I, I think Amanda Seal said this, which I know she can be very controversial, but I do agree with what she said about this is that one, when you're a celebrity, everybody, every like non-celebrity is like your fans think they just have this un... Which is crazy. Like, who the fuck gave y'all the like, audacity? Like, right. But, like, the right to just know everything about you. Right. Like, like, like basically, it's your job to tell me your whole life. I want to know your every move because, like, basically, some people feel like, well, I made you a celebrity. So, like, you should just be open to everybody just, like, in being in your... And being okay with not life. having, like, right. privacy. Like, this... People's, like, this is what you signed up for. So, why are you getting mad that you don't have privacy? And I feel like we forget, like you said, we put these celebrities on this pedestal like Meg Thee Stallion and be like I don't understand what the issue is like this is like you live like the life that like people dream of like you you're losing this one little thing but like could you imagine like the whole world being in your business and every every little move decision you make like you can't have anything private to yourself like that's crazy and this is low-key like a really 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 good segue into like WAP okay yes and, like just the world like first first the fuck can we just talk about <laughs> the fact that this song this song is literally by two of the most raunchiest rappers we have of today Period, and Pope. y'all are surprised that they talking about a wet ass pussy okay but what I want to know is did you hear that Cardi. song that it came it was like on Twitter and they, I think it made it way to Facebook it was a song that came out in like 1934 oh no I watched that whole you like, watched like, that there's thing a, there's a TikTok of like this guy pointing out all these like raunchy songs sex from, sex, like, the sex sells point blank period it has sold since the beginning of time raunchy like like sex overall as an umbrella term so whether it's being raunchy whether y'all use it back in the day as a metaphor and the only difference right milk oh nasty girl whatever that girl band like stop also do i have to say it again it's literally megan and cardi and why are y'all surprised one thing i really really like somebody said i don't know if it was a tweet or or what but somebody was like it is not cardi and make this stallion's job to be a role model for your kids if you have a problem with that song don't play it. Y'all don't want to let period. letting all your babies have iPads. It's y'all. It and listening. and honestly, the way that the world is set up today, WAP is the least of y'all's worries the about least. what your kids are exposed to. I told y'all I watched Two Girls One Cup when I was like literally like what? Middle school. That was right. middle school. So stop. This is the least of y'all. Porn worries. is very accessible. If they They're want if they wanted more, to know, kids will find out. They gonna get it. So WAP being on the radio is probably the least of your concerns. And mm-hmm. honestly, if that's a concern for you, then use that song as a segue to have a conversation, conversation. with your kids. Point blank period. As well as tell your tell your sons that yes, all women can have wet ass pussies is actually your fault that you've never experienced that shit. But also What? <laughs> Don't tell your sons that. Don't listen to her. I mean, she don't got be, no kids. Don't I listen mean, to listen, her. Parental control is a thing. That could be a certain age when y'all had that discussion. But I'm just saying, like, listen. Let me get. Let me see one more comment about a boy being like. What was that? What's that? What's that? What's, that, what's the Greek song that everybody um pussy. talks about? And they was like, y'all are appalled at WAP, but yeah, y'all was y'all be strolling to what's the what's the freaking song? There's so many songs. What are you talking about? <sighs> Which one? Shit. This There's one. slow on my knob. <laughs> D- there's that so too. Many examples. Like, 
please stop. What's the What's the one mouth. song? What's are y'all mad? Wait, are y'all mad that they didn't give them? Are y'all y'all must be mad that they this must didn't be a patriarchal it. thing. They didn't give it like a little cute name because they said like slob on my knob, right? You know, milkshakes talking about like her titties, bring, but she's not saying titties. She's saying right. Milkshake. Is that what it Just is? Just because it's metaphorical, like we know. Y'all like metaphors. That's what it is. Okay, maybe we'll it tell is. Megan and, and Cardi. But every time that one song, what's that? What's the T? Is that T Grizzly? No, I don't know these rappers. Um, what's that song where he basically talks about um, beat her up, knock her back, pull her track? Like she, like basically talking about beating up a woman. Every time that song comes on, all y'all niggas be in the club rapping that. Like that's the best beating song that ever came out. Beating the vagina. No, he's talking about her. Oh shit! What the? He fuck said, song pick is her this? up, knock her back down, pull her tracks out. Yes, I slap girls. Yes, I slap hoes if they act up. Yes. That still sounds sexual though. No, no, I really no like. Now I gotta play the song for y'all Cause uh, No I really think he's talking about Like in general But every time that song comes on In the club Cause it starts off real slow I know you know the song I'm talking about I don't know Why do you use two fingers to text? Um, yes I slap goose Yeah it is T Grizzly Oh first day out Y'all be Y'all be rapping this song It's the best song ever I gotta go to the part Oh shit, I can't tell. At first it was sexual, but then like he kept going and talking about he slaps pussy niggas and I feel like it's a little aggressive. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So, like, I just, I'm like, y'all need to calm down. First of all, WAP is a bop, point blank, period. It, oh, for sure. It's a bop. Y'all would be dancing to that song in that club whenever we get to go to clubs again, um, every single time it comes on. So, everybody who's mad, please sit down. There's parental Maybe control. you don't have a WAP if you're mad. Maybe that's why they're mad. I don't know. That's none of my business. Lisa, that's what we just said. I just said everybody has a WAP. It's the guy's fault if someone has not experienced that yet. Oh. I'm just saying. No, I don't think every woman has that. Really? No. I'm, I mean, no. I there's literally condition. Be, like, I mean, there might. I don't. I there's don't conditions it, out there, like where you're. It's condition. dry. I mean, yeah. So anybody I mean, listening to this that has that condition is gonna be like, first of all, I wasn't gonna say that, but um, I'm just gonna call I'm just, it out. I'm just saying, all those males out there who want to talk shit. Um, but don't tell your sons that. It's your dick. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so the next <laughs> the next topic, um, which we, we can wait, wait, wait. Also, for all uh, y'all who's like um, okay. the whole sorry the whole like role model thing and like how this so y'all really like to use the word degrading for everything, but for y'all saying that this is degrading towards women, okay, we have sex, we have vaginas, That's we just like pa- for them patriarchal statement. Like, we just why like can't for women them to be about- wet. Like, y'all talk about slob on my knob and all this shit, and then y'all mad that we talking about, really? Y'all get on my nerves. Come on, next. Kamala. That is that is such a terrible segue, talking about <laughs> WAP and then going in and talk about. She gonna hear this and be like, I do not endorse. What? <laughs> um, okay, so um, moving on to the presidential election first of all Let's did you did it. you hear one thing i do want to talk about okay. i i mean i so raven and I, raven and i talked about this mm-hmm. she texted me and she was you know asking me like how i felt about joe biden picking kamala harris as his running mate there's several things to talk about there's several things to talk about for one i i truly think that this okay no let me start off before that okay joe biden is not 
stupid, stupid. He so he knew that he had to get most the black. Of his, like most of his like choices were black females to begin with. Yes, yes. However, after some of the controversial stuff that he said, he's not stupid, stupid. So he was like, let's figure out how to get this black vote back somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay, for one. For two, I don't think that this election is really any different in past elections in terms of, how do I want to say this? Not picking your battles. Lesser of two evils. And there's a big difference between our options in terms of lesser, the lesser evil. Do I think, and my grandmother, my great-grandmother used to say this all the time. And this is exactly what I said to Raven when she asked me how I felt. I'm just going to put it out there because that's totally fine with me. They will definitely be getting my vote. However, I think, I think it's important to keep in mind that all your, that's what my great-grandmother used to say. All your skin folk mm-hmm. ain't your kin folk. That's what they Let said. me say that one more time for all people listening in the back. <clears throat> all your skin folk skin. ain't your kin folk. That's family. What that means is just because said person is black, and mm-hmm. this also goes for anybody of y'all thinking about voting for Kanye because that is a real controversial thing. We need to talk about that Woo! shit. My God. All your skin folk, I'm going to say one more time. All your skin folk black. ain't your kin folk. Family. Just because that person is black mm-hmm. does not mean that they have the no majority bad. of black uh, people as, you know, like at the forefront of whatever their intentions are. I just want to put that out there. But that's also, okay. let's also talk about this. I concur with everything Miss Anissa Brazier just said. But let me tell you something. There's, there is something to be celebrated with oh, this election. Oh, no, this is a election. big fucking deal. Yeah, no, it's a big fucking deal. That's a big fucking there, deal. You can celebrate your dislike of Kamala because, listen, There's she's lot, not but, my first but, okay, choice. but politics is dirty in general. She's right. a politician. But, like, not day. even... Okay, so, yes, Kamala is not my first choice, y'all. No. For And if you will stay up to date with the politics and, you know, the reason why she had to drop out the election herself because y'all know she, she was running, too. Yeah. So her reason for dropping out and, you know, her not getting all the support that she needed to be, like, an actual, like... um choice um, right a good candidate you know that's still prevalent today like we, we know your politics they are not the best politics I do not agree with them I'm still going to celebrate the fact that what she stands for not even stands for but your status I'm gonna celebrate your status you are a black stands I mean represents not stands for you know yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah. represent um, you are a black woman HBCU alumni and my soror I'm going to celebrate those sp- very very specific um, attributes about you because that's worth celebrating. I'm not going to be here for everything that you have to say, but I'm still going to celebrate the fact that we have that hopefully in office. And if, again, talking about, you know, of the lesser evils, there are three specific white friends you might come across in life, okay? And this is coming from a girl who went to a predominantly white high school and college. There is the white friend who is super woke and you don't have to tell them anything they just know for themselves like they have common common sense of how things should go and how to treat human beings and what is right and wrong society and it's okay to put their status out there and to make themselves you know put themselves in hard situations to make sure that other human beings have the same rights that they do those those are one that's one category right there the second one is that white friend that you might come across that wants to do better but it's still learning how to do that. They might have those underlying issues that you might have to address every now and again. Like, okay, I know that you're right. I know that your mom and dad and your grandpappies and all of them told you all this she stuff. Did not and I know, say grandpappy. I know you want to do better. 
<laughs> so I know you said this one ignorant thing a couple times, but I'm here to tell you that's a no-no. Um, don't do it again. You know, those, 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 I have those, a white person in each category in my head already. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, that's Biden. You have to tell him that's a no-no. But I think that once you tell him it's a no-no, he'll be like, oh, okay. Um, how do I make it better type mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. Then you got the last white, like, what are you, is that even, I guess some of y'all got friends like this. I don't know. It's not me. But some of y'all got the ones who's like, well, my daddy said you can't come over because you're black, so you can't come over. Period. Or I, I. That's Trump. They hate most black people except for a couple few. Nah. They have they have a select they have a select few but those, Who, those black and people those the black few people are, are the, the ones, ones that are not okay with folk. it. <laughs> that's 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 Trump. That's Over way. overall, I think that yeah, the redneck white folks. Mm. Yeah, that's the last category. Mm. Um, Whoa! Speaking of, did you see what that Trump's brother died, and then everybody was like, "Y'all took the wrong Trump." <gasps> no, I didn't know his brother died. Now like, that I care, I like two days ago or something like that. But yeah, everybody was like, "Why, Lord?" <laughs> I, I was telling somebody, I was like, people just not bold nowadays. I was like, like somebody was like, oh, no, so, no, I didn't say this. I read it and I talked about it with somebody. But I think somebody tweeted, like, people just don't kill presidents today like they used to. I was like, you gonna, listen, you're going to make the CIA. Damn. Listen, I'm glad we at your house because you said that and now they're going to come for you. They're not I'm coming for me because you, your girl don't have time. I, your girl doesn't have time. You don't put it out there on a, on a private, <laughs> public podcast. All I'm saying is I don't live They there. listen to us anyway. I'm sure Alexa just heard it anyways. But We're gonna die. Um, overall, I think that it the, the election is going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm very interested to see how things go and of course Trump even prayerfully he does he does lose is he going to I don't but I think he's going to be as sore as lose like he's not going to like he's going to be in denial type of thing like the man has he gonna legit issues in the head down. He he's already like, trying to shut down USPS he, he, he's he said he's going to um not continue funding USPS because I, he doesn't want mail in voting cuz he thinks it's rigged anyways well, I feel like that too. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do I believe in going to the polls but I understand that y'all are scared right now so okay anyways the last like couple things we can kind of mention before we wrap up they're very small you kind of really already talked about your trip to Mexico it's cool how's Great. your adulting life so yes, yeah, so I'm adulting right now. I've been an adult for officially what's today? Monday the seventeenth. So two weeks and three days I've been an adult and I moved into my own place. Say adult again. Adult? How do I say it? Adult? No no, no I no, don't. No, 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 like you most definitely say it like that. I say adult. You say adult. Do I not pronounce the T? I don't know how that does I go. I've you been go, adulting. You take your A up. I take my A down. Adulting. Yeah. You say, adulting. You, you no, say adulting. You say your second. What is that? Is that a U? Back yeah. Adult. You, okay. Adult. So my bad. You, you take your U up. I take my U down. Adult. You say adult. Uh, yeah. My. Yeah, I say adult. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so I've been I've been a grown up for <laughs> approximately <laughs> two weeks and three days. Um, it has been it has been uh, interesting. Um, I'm trying to figure out how my parents went grocery shopping um, for not only themselves but for me and my sister. This that shit is expensive, bro. Like I spent keto. Yeah, and I also eat a little bit different, and keto can be a little more expensive, um, which is a little annoying. But it's just. 
it's just interesting like part of me wants to move back home but part of me wants to continue not that I'm struggling because I'm definitely not struggling but just like balancing everything I guess I would say so that's pretty interesting because I feel like oh my god like I'm ready to live on my own da 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 like when you're at home and then you get to go live on your own and you're like whoa this is a lot but luckily like my family is not very far they're only like 45 minutes to an hour away so I try to see them as often as possible, especially my my little sister. So it's definitely been an adjustment. I'm kind of mostly chilling right now. I think once school starts, that'll be interesting to see how I balance all of that between school and working and, you know, trying to have somewhat of a social life in the midst of a pandemic and being in school. So, yeah, that's how adulting is going. I know you're ready to start adulting. Tell them how, tell them your adulting plans before so we I'm, wrap while, up. While we're here, while while I'm here. Also, I'm if anybody's listening to this and knows who's hiring, let me know. Because Ray, I'm trying to get Raven to move back to Chicago. As, I have experience in retail, um, the food industry, as well as being a receptionist and office assistant. I would prefer um, one of the two latter options because they pay more. Um, but if you have any ideas within the Chicago area, I don't give a fuck where. Also, if you're looking <laughs> for a roommate um, to like sublet or just like like an extra room that you need, Raven's down. Your girls are really trying to move back to Chicago. So just let me know, but I'm very professional, and um, so just let me know. I'm around, and I I leave next Sunday, so I prefer something before I leave. Then so just hit me up. Um. <laughs> you can talk. We can go. We can go to this one, so you can mention it because I know she's your favorite. Beyonce did a thing. Um, it took me a while to finish it, but um, it was cute. Baby, oh. I'm not much of a talker. I don't know. Baby, oh, I feel like we don't really have to talk about that one. Can I drink some new water? Oh, Anissa wants to talk about it, apparently. No, I don't want to talk about it. It was cute. It. I've seen it twice already, and it, I've, I've put out there many, many times that I'm not like a, oh my God, Beyonce type of person, and I know that really upsets Raven because... It's funny because me and my two closest friends back home, me, Ronice, and Kaylin, we are all... Um, the amount of Beyonce die hard. That, that everyone should be die hard because our whole thing is like y'all want to hate on her so bad I like, don't hate on her though <laughs> y'all want to get mad at her so bad because <gasps> this woman is talented y'all over here trying to be like Chris Brown or Drake is the, is the, this generation's Michael Jackson uh, it's Beyonce baby and why y'all afraid to say that because she's a woman because she a black woman y'all can't say that are you joking she performs and she can sing that girl is talented Anyways, what I was trying to say is I'm not... She's the, talented. Anyways, what I was trying to say, I'm not like a diehard fallout faint for a Beyonce type of fan. Beyonce is very much talented. Thank She's you. a very talented mogul, black, globally recognized black woman. I say the reason why I've watched it twice, one, because I just think what it stands for in the midst of everything going on, excluding the pandemic, just everything else going on with the protesting and things like that and just the whole Black Lives Matter movement, just something so up- uplifting is like much, much needed right now. And so just, I just love that. Now, something we can talk about really quick before we wrap up. You could tell me how you feel about this. I saw, it was either a video or, or a tweet, something like that. And it was, it was a black woman. So I thought that was interesting. And I don't know what her nationality is, but I know she was of African descent. And she was... Come back, you're pulling me out of my ear. Yeah, about her saying that, like, basically mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. came over there. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what to, I don't exactly remember what the tweet was but basically like alluding to she was mm-hmm. how, you can't culturally appropriate your own culture so I don't really know how how okay, that we'll talk about that part but keep going we could talk, I, I don't exactly remember what her tweet but basically she was saying she didn't like Beyonce's project because she was basically basically stealing and none of the none of the stealing like the culture and the aspects because she's never like given to Africa herself if that makes sense like showcasing but not actually supporting given to Africa herself like I don't know like financially or through like time volunteering I don't know I know she, I know she's publicly said she's mm-hmm. given to the Black Lives Matter movement but the Black Lives Matter movement please understand that that doesn't just no, include the had, United States history of her giving to Africa for sure I don't know. I don't know exactly now. what the tweet what For, she was alluding to. Again, Africa is a whole continent, so excuse me. Um, yes, there are. I cannot. I don't know the specific countries she gave to in Africa, but yes, Beyonce has been involved in that shit. Um, but yes, I do. I am aware that Africa is a whole continent, and so me saying that she's giving to Africa is not really giving much. But um, yes, but now we can talk about that shit because there's multiple things here. Okay, right? <sighs> Let's talk about it. I. I'm gonna see if I can find it. I personally am not, I would not describe myself as African. I'm African-American. I'm from African descent, for sure. But I don't know nothing about the culture. So basically, whenever I said, like, we'll talk about with that, whenever Anissa said, how can you culture, appropriate your own culture? That's different. Beyonce is of African descent. I wouldn't say her culture is African. I think, I most definitely think that Africans and African-Americans um, live different lives, live different lifestyles, live different traditions. My family does not do the same thing that, you know, a different family who might be, you know, first gen, second gen, like Nigerian or or South African or... I have it. Oh, okay, she Sorry. has the video. But, no, it's not the video, it's just what she said. So, okay. Um, it's on the Africa Report um, and the report is by a black feminist historian. So I was about to say she's a black woman. Her name is Jade Bentil. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so I'll just read you like the little quip of what it says. Um, so criticism of the work Black is King is going strong and has a radical bent with uh, detractors calling out the trailer for romanticizing Africa as well as for its cultural syncretism pre-colonial aesthetic and cultural appropriation and which i've never heard this word how can you culture this would be an interesting topic to like to talk about but people like, with but wait wait i know i don't Africa? listen 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 let me finish and this word called wakanda vacation which is in reference to the kingdom of wakanda a fictional african country depicted by the marvel movie black panther listen i know i know listen i'm not done yet um Oh, this is a tweet. This is a tweet. I'll read the tweet in a second. So basically in the report, Jade Bentil, a black feminist historian and PhD researcher at the University of Oxford, commented in a tweet, the repeated tropes slash symbolic gestures that homogenize and essentialize thousands of African cultures in service of securing the terrain for black capitalist possibilities and features is tired. Um, end quote, she said, you can love Beyonce and criticize the harm her art creates when it uh, when it appropriates African cultures and glorifies them under black capitalism. I love her so much and want my queen to use her power and status not to glorify Africanness rooted in power game against white gays. 
that was a tweet again so she, that's by so what it sounds like is that she's sorry go ahead finish. no no I was just gonna say her name is she mad because she so she's basically mad because Beyonce showed the side of Africa that y'all don't see wait I'm sorry I'm sorry the the Jade Bentil said the first you know the first thing in the report but her her report was in response to um a woman I'm I'm I apologize, I can't pronounce her name. I'm going to pronounce her last name. A woman by last name is Ira Cozy, I believe. Um, and she's a self-proclaimed African political feminist. Um, and she's the one who tweeted, though, you can love Beyonce and criticize the harm that her work does. She's literally, so basically what she's saying is that she's mad that Beyonce emphasized the side of Africa that y'all don't see. So for years, people have been upset that all that people talk poverty about is and, the poverty of yeah. Africa. And so Beyonce went over there and like I said, this is not Beyonce's first time, you know, f- like being over in Africa, um, doing work over there, doing philanthropy work over there. And y'all mad that she took videos in big houses that are present within Africa, but y'all don't ever see because people don't emphasize that part of Africa because the whole world thinks that Africa as a continent is poor. That's what y'all mad at? Y'all mad because Beyonce showed y'all that, nah, our ancestors one of the most wealthiest the wealthiest person to ever live on this planet lived in Africa but y'all mad because she showed y'all the wealth of Africa I I personally think we're not going to get into that whole conversation today but I think that would definitely be a topic and conversation to have I personally don't identify I personally don't identify as African-American um Granted, yes, I know if you go way, 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 way back, even if I say, you know, like my ancestors are from Haiti, that, yes, I understand that. I I just personally I mean, if don't. You wanna, if you want to go back, everybody from Africa. Yes, like, duh, we'll, yes. We'll do that later on, this letter. But yeah. from mm-hmm. most recent ancestry, if somebody asks like my like specifics, like I would say my family is from Haiti. So that, you know, Haiti, whatever. Um, but I think it would be interesting to maybe have that conversation with those that, identify as african-american or identify that like maybe live here as african that have that have known family like to them that still live in africa and things like that about how they feel about her her work in terms of it maybe being harmful and i honestly don't know i thought it was beautiful to be honest but maybe there's something i'm not grasping so i really i can't comment either way i i mean i don't necessarily i'm not saying i agree with what she had to say and what she tweeted um neither one of those women but i think that'd be an interesting conversation yeah to I have feel like um i'm sorry no, i fine. feel like um I don't know, again, my background is in anthropology, so me understanding, like, for me, I understand, this argument I don't understand because the whole, like, colonialism and Wakandaism and, like, I mean, I don't understand the the hatred of showing the side of Africa that y'all literally, like, I mean, that's just, like, one of those, like, she decided to pick something to be mad about type of things, but... Earlier, I did hear debates about, like, um, people being upset that this was, like, a one-sided, like, culturally-wise, it was, like, a one-sided, like, depiction of African cultures. Again, Africa is a whole continent, so that it's, you know, derived of so many different nations and so many different, uh, you know, countries in general that have different traditions, different, you know, clothing, 
just like ways of life that you know could have been emphasized so i know that people were mad that she only showed like i think two main cultures that were emphasized within her within her movie but it was still like african-based so i understand the like people being upset that she called it like an african-based you know movie but it was only based off like two countries two cultures when africa's you know derived to so many different ones i understand that argument um you know it's like comparing like if you say i'm this is a european film and it's like Italy versus like freaking London that's completely different but they're both still on, still in Europe so I understand that argument but I just think that this one was a little bit misplaced I think her intent was to show like I have love for this country I have love for these people who are often um mis misunderstood by other cultures in terms of people thinking that the whole fucking continent is poor so let me show y'all that my my people got money but I mean if y'all wanna be mad be mad shit <laughs> So just to wrap up um, what she kind of said at the end of the report, again, this is Jade Bentil, who is, again, let me go back up, is a black feminist historian and PhD researcher, again, at the University of Oxford. Um, Just to kind of read the last tidbit um, to kind of get more of an understanding of, I I guess, what her point was. Um, But feel free, again, we will give our Instagram at the end of the episode, which we are getting to shortly. I would honestly love to hear people's opinions, to be honest. So what she said, and I quote, it is too bad that Beyonce doesn't seem to take contemporary Africa into account in her film and has rooted its imagery in a tribal Africa. Other musicians before her, such as free jazz artists from the 1950s and 60s, have already revisited these roots. Since that time, since that time period, pop culture has been so deeply influenced by ancestral references, so deeply influenced by ancestral reference points that it's really about time to move on to something else. End quote. So I I would honestly be very interested to see what people have to say about like her impact of Blackest King, Beyonce's impact of Blackest King and just the film as a whole. So please, please, please feel free to DM us. Go ahead. I'm also not mad at that point. I understood that point. I'm not mad at it. It would be nice to see someone doing like a contemporary Africa because that was all like I wouldn't call it. I mean, it could ancestral. be necessary. I mean, yeah, it's ancestral, and I mean, our ancestors are a big deal because they went through some shit. But um, that would be nice to see. Yes. So please, please, please feel free to DM us your opinions on Black is King and the impact. Um, or intent versus impact, maybe. Um, you can find us on Instagram, as always, as melanin underscore milliu podcast now on Instagram. That was me. I did that. I did that because I'm smart. I'm sorry. You need to look And then you can find Raven personally at Raven underscore Rosemary. Is it 14? No. Just Raven underscore Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And you and all social media platforms. And you can find me at double underscore Danielle 03. That is with three E's at the end. There is one more episode. We got one more and then I'm done for the rest of... Wait. This summer's over. Yeah. So we just did it throughout the whole... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there is one more episode left. Episode 10 of season one that will be coming out in two weeks as well. And then we're going to go on a little hiatus because your girl got to start her master's program and it's just going to be too much and I'm just going to be stressful. So pray for me while we're on a break. I've been in my master's program the entire time we've been doing this first season. So Are you going full time? Yes. You're in school full time. Okay, I might, be, I might be like mid. I'm not part. I might be mid. Do you have a job? First off, bitch. First, delete that shit. Delete all that shit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sorry. Are you working full time and going to school full time? I did. We started. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Get the fuck on. Okay. Love you all. See you in two weeks. Bye. Say bye.